Welcome. I'm Warren Odess Gillette, and this is A Baha'i Perspective. Welcome to A Baha'i Perspective. I recorded an interview with Genevieve Labby on November 2nd, 2021. Genevieve is a singer-songwriter whose music is inspired by many years of travels and is infused with jazz and world beat music. In 2009, she produced her first children's CD called Sunshine and You. We feature her music in the interview, including songs from Sunshine and You. She has most recently produced a music video called Kune, which we play the audio in the interview. She grew up as a Baha'i, so I asked her how her family became Baha'i. Well, my parents are both musicians, and my mother has the beautiful nightingale voice, and my dad plays guitar and bass. They had a band, and their band and choir, they were doing music for the Catholic churches once or even twice a week. Now, we're back in the 70s or even late 60s, you know, where there was this renewal of energy. Yes, spirituality still had a place in life. So they were actually quite creative, you know, like using pop songs. And so I think early in their marriage, spirituality and religion meant something that was very positive, that could bring people together. And my dad was working in an architect office with two architects who actually happened to be Baha'i. So there were three young dads working side by side, talking about life and children, education. That's how they became friends. You know, my dad for about 10 years, alongside with my mom, was doing a lot of readings, meeting people. He really had an open mind, you know, like reading the Bhagavad Gita, um, reading and meeting people who were Muslim. And now, as I said, we're in Quebec City where most people are Catholic and of, you know, European descent. So it was a bit unusual, but he really felt that Christ's teachings about brotherhood, he wanted to actually put them into action by getting to know people from various religions and realize that there's a thread, there's a common thread, the... the the golden rule of loving thy neighbor, do unto others as you'd have them done unto you, is at the core of it. So I would say that's how the journey began. And when he was working with those Baha'i architects, he just felt that some of the teachings were what he wanted to bring to us children, especially the teachings about unity and diversity, service to mankind, but also individual search for truth, thinking for ourselves. So it was a natural process. It had never been anything drastic. And speaking of independent investigation of truth, which is one of the tenets of the Baha'i faith, and another principle of the Baha'i faith is that at 15, a Baha'i youth is considered reaching the age of maturity and Mm -hmm. should begin being responsible for their own spiritual growth. Was there a transition for you about that age that you can identify or describe from just following your parents' religion to actually sort of owning the Baha'i faith for yourself? Yes. Well, to start with, I would say that my parents never forced or expected anything from us. 
we were pretty much the only Baha'i family in our, our, in our neighborhood. I had a couple of friends also whose parents were Baha'is as well. But I always felt very free to follow my own path. But I would say what I felt was so nurturing for me when I was a teenager was when some youth would get together, not necessarily all Baha'is, and do some projects to the community. For example, and now we're back in the 80s and it wasn't that popular, like the thinking of the environment, being aware of pollution on the shores of the river. So I've been part of some beautiful initiatives, you know, sometimes like going to pick up all the rubbish in the park on the side of the river or putting together a play that was about getting involved, you know, like committing to look after the environment or, or defending human rights. So at a very young age, I was quite aware they didn't just feel good, but I felt that they were helping me grow. When I was 15, actually, I was found myself taking a little contract as a nanny in Ontario. That's 12 hours away from home. I was looking after three little kids. During the weekends, I could join various Baha'i activities in Ontario. And then I joined a day camp, which was a service project, all ran by uh, youth, young adults. Sometimes we would take time if we had to make decisions or plans. It wasn't easy. It was in a, a difficult area of the city. We would sit and pray, take time to consult. I just felt there was a great philosophy of respect, love. So it's during those moments, you know, finding myself working with people who I absolutely didn't know before, finding such a sense of trust and kindness and humbleness that I felt, yeah, this is faith in action. And I just felt that I wanted to identify as a person who is working hard to follow the teachings of Baha'u'llah in my life in the best of my abilities. So that actually happened to be, yes, when I turned 15. And I was away from home, yeah, in my own independent, I guess, space to feel. And that was a commitment that has never left me since. Now you've selected a number of songs to feature on the interview and the first song is called Friends for Peace. And before we play the song, can you describe for us what we should be listening for? Oh, well, some years ago I was running some workshops for young parents and their young children. And someone asked me, said, would you consider, because I was singing all the time, would you consider maybe putting together an album, an album of songs that can support some education initiatives, you know, about courtesy, respect for the environment, various things, like even also having the courage to listen to your heart if you're facing challenges. So music for children. And I thought, hmm, why not? <laughs> So that's how it was actually through the process of putting together, composing this album that I actually learned how to do my own recordings, prepare arrangements, collaborate with musicians. So this is actually the opening song of the album in English that's called Sunshine in You. And I love it very much because it says that we are the leaves of one tree we are the flowers of one garden, and etc. You'll hear the lyrics anyway. These words 
are actually by Abdul Baha, who is the son of Baha'u'llah. Abdul Baha traveled throughout America after 40 years of being imprisoned. And one of the things that he was doing when he was traveling in America, now we're back in 1911, when he would see black children who were descendants from slaves and who clearly were in a position where there was still a lot of segregation in the United States, he would say, look, a beautiful black rose. And he encouraged all these people of various backgrounds to celebrate and be honored for their, their diversity, their beauty, and for what they could bring to the world. So I've actually sang this song possibly a 200 times, you know, in, in various countries, for adults, for children. And what I like to do is get everyone to stand. And then we do the gestures. We are the waves of one sea, the drops. And we do little drops with the fingers, rays of one sun. And I have these crowds just dancing, doing the gestures. It's just something very beautiful to feel this unity and to know that many children then, I hope, they remember it. And there are times where we may be facing prejudice or we may not be that comfortable with cooperating with people who are not exactly like us. And it's good to remember that we're all flowers of one garden. We're all different. The differences can be a source of, of beauty. Everywhere around the world Our eyes shine With hope and happiness Like flowers of so many colors We are all one Under the same sun We are the waves of one sea The drops of one river The stars of one heaven of one sun, the trees of one orchard, the roses of one garden, we are friends for unity. We are the waves of one sea, the drops of one river, the stars of one heaven, the rays of one sun, the trees of one orchard, the roses of one garden, we are friends for unity. The waves of one sea, the drops of one river, the stars of one heaven, the rays of one sun, the trees of one orchard, the roses of one garden, we are friends for unity, friends for peace and harmony. One, two, three, let the music begin.
So, Genevieve, the next song that we're going to feature is called In These Waters. So why don't you describe this song for us? Oh, wow. Well, I'd like everyone to close their eyes and imagine that we are Sorrento Beach in Western Australia. It's a very special time in many people's lives. We're around the days where a very special soul composer and director of the New Era Singers in Perth. He had become very ill with cancer and had just left this world. He passed away. But my heart was very filled with gratitude. And then I took my daughters to the beach and there were big dunes and my daughters were just dancing, jumping and absolutely marveling at what they could see. Because what I want you to close your eyes is to imagine the sunset over the uh, the ocean that is purple, deep pink with flickers of yellow. It was just an amazing sunset. And my daughters were in at awe, you know, and one would just jump from one of the dunes and say, I can fly. We were just basking in this beauty. I actually sent the photo to a, a dear friend who's a journalist in uh, London, Ontario, and she started writing some lyrics. And then I took the lyrics back and I wrote. So it's a collaboration between Rachel and myself. And then the music has been created again with a lot of collaboration. You're going to hear in there some remix. There's a little bit of Jean-Sébastien back. Some of the sounds you hear is remixed from very old vinyl records. And there's the piano. Anyway, we just had fun. I just wanted to end this song with a prayer, a prayer, some words, Bab Dobaha. These children, they are there to teach us to um, always see the beauty and, and celebrate. In these waters, I sense the supreme Surrender to the grandeur In the knowing Beauty is the captain of all ships Guiding the way Through stormy A beauty so treasured In the smile of my child Mystical, whimsical She runs down the dunes of flapping arms Look, I can't fly In my child
calls out to her, whispering ways ways to play with you. And I watch her venture with courage into these waters so vast. Oh. Speaking with Genevieve Labby, whose music is inspired by many years of travels and is infused with jazz and world beat music. In 2009, she produced her first album and traveling show, and in 2013, she released a specialty album to promote universal values. And we had just listened to the song In These Waters, which she described for us. Genevieve, the next song is Open Hands. So tell us about this one. Well, open hands. Songs come to me with landscapes. Often there'll be words that talk about history, our connection with mankind, our connection between continents as well. My husband is Australian. We've been living in Quebec for quite a few years now. And he had gone to spend four days with Dominic Rankin, who's Anishinaabe elder and medicine man. We're talking about first indigenous communities in Canada. He came back from these four days feeling like he had finally had landed in Canada. He said, 
I feel that it was so important for me to feel welcomed and to learn from an indigenous elder. Some of the things, Craig, my husband was telling me, is how the buffalo is an animal that when we reflect on the life of a buffalo, but also the relationship of people here with the buffalo, there are many teachings about generosity, service, and sacrifice as well that we can reflect on. And I also felt that in our marriage, there's something that's beautiful and that keeps me always working on my own personal growth to know that my husband also has his own journey. Now, if we build a very, very long bridge between Quebec, Canada, and Western Australia, my first job where I worked in Perth was for the um, Aboriginal Health Centre. So all my colleagues were Aboriginal. And just as he said, my husband, when he was in Canada, I felt that my life became more complete when I had time and had the opportunity to learn alongside Aboriginal people. They also have very profound teachings of respect, of sacredness and everything. So, you know, someone will listen to this song and feel maybe something totally different, but that's a little bit mm. the story behind. We are born with open hands. We do not own money. We do not own our cars and our houses. We are born with open hands to pray, to give, to receive, to share.
just listened to the song of Open Hands by Genevieve Labby. The next song, Genevieve, is called Mother Eagle, and I understand that you wrote this song for your best friend about memories praying at the Baha'i House of Worship in Sydney, Australia, with a Persian carpet being laid on the ground for you all to pray. Well, yes, and again, where do we start when we want to talk about a song? A song is an open window onto memories, but it's also an open window for people to dream and just feel whatever where this song will take them. Now that you're asking me a question, I'll tell you what. This song was born because I was a bit lazy and I did not like shopping. (laughs) My best friend in Perth called Jennifer. We were friends since we were 19. She's a very important person to me. Now, 
when we came back to Canada to live here, I missed her very much. And, and I could hear her twice. I heard her singing in my dreams. I thought, wow, I'm so lucky to hear my best friend's beautiful voice because she's also a singer. Anyway, we were uh, spending a couple of months in Perth and she was turning 40. She was um, inviting me and other friends to for a get-together, for cake. And I thought, oh, what could I give her? I hate shopping. I hate <laughs> going to shopping centers. What would I buy? I don't think she needs anything particular. Well, I started writing a song. And I stayed up all night. <laughs> and, uh, well, my gift to her was a song. So it goes back to when we became friends. It was when the New Era Singers, because we're part of that same choir, we did a tour. We toured Australia. One night we had sung in Sydney at the Baha'i House of Worship, which is like a beautiful, very open space around building. Like It's got nine doors. I, I guess it's symbolic that you can come from every walk of life. You're always welcome. And there's no preaching. It's actually a place for meditating in silence or for singing. So we were there, we sang as a choir, and it was getting a bit all cold and chilly. The person who was in charge of the building on that night said, all of you singers, let me bring you to uh, the basement of the building where we have a few archives, and we also have something special for you. It was very lovely. Out of a very big cupboard, he took a big, 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 heavy, very wide, like 10 feet wide probably, heavy Persian carpet and he laid it on the ground. Now we're just in a very ordinary basement, you know, cement and a bit cold. And there's this beautiful pink and blue flowers, Persian carpet. And he says, we want to offer you a moment if you want to just feel the history. Abdul Baha, who is the son of Baha'u'llah, when he was released from prison, he wished he could go everywhere and meet peoples of the world and he could not come to Australia. But he had sent on a boat some gifts to the Baha'i community, to all the friends who were working for peace and for that sense of togetherness. So he had sent this carpet, which was sent with a lot of love. It was very special to think this carpet has been chosen, probably touched and wrapped by Abdul Baha himself, put on the boat and sent all the way from Akka in Israel to Australia. We just sat, some of us, some of us were just walking around. And I heard my friends, my dear friends, I heard her sobbing. She was feeling something very special, like when history is just at our hands reach. Her tears, her love, I think we're feeling something that was mystical and that was very beautiful. So the song actually takes us from that moment. It's also during that trip, that tour, that she met her husband and many blessings. And then when I gave birth, she was there to help me a lot because I had chronic pain. I won't give all the details of the song, but it's a song that celebrates the beauty of a friend who knows about friendship, kindness, and she has taught me about prayer as well, just by being who she is. So I called her Mother Eagle. <laughs>
the East Coast We were travelers and singers It was cold outside We were tired But didn't want to leave Do you remember? I was sitting next to her We were both twenty Hearts filled with dreams She kneeled on the salt Persian rides I think she felt the love In its history It had crossed the two seas
We're listening to the music of singer-songwriter Genevieve Labi, whose music is inspired by many years of travels and is infused with jazz and world beat music. In 2009, she produced her first album and traveling show, and in 2013, she released a specialty album to promote universal values. And we just listened to a song called Mother Eagle. Now, the next song is called Trust, which I understand features someone in particular. Maybe you could explain who that is and about the song. Yes, well, this song is part of the album Sunshine in You, which was recorded with many beautiful children, teenagers, and wonderful musicians. One of the themes I wanted to develop through a song was the concept of trust. People can say trust in life, trust in yourself, listen to your inner voice, trust in God, trust in the great spirit, whatever we name it. But this exercise that's so good for us as adults, but also for children to develop at a young age, is the sense of trust. I'm not here talking about being trustworthy, that that's as important, but just finding a sense of peace that you don't always control everything that's going to happen. And also, it's important to have faith that your steps will be guided. If you make your effort, some people say there are angels guiding you. Other people say, listen to your inner voice and it will guide you. I think all these ways of talking about that important dimension of spirituality is something I wanted to convey to children. I happen to actually have found in the Ruhi books, which is like a curriculum for children, for doing classes in our own homes, our neighborhoods. I think there was also a song that would touch upon that concept. Why not try to put your trust in God, in French with him, and put your affairs into his hands? It's a song that's been sung with a beautiful singer called Magali Fleur. Magali Fleur, um, her voice is a voice that is just so pure. She sings from her heart, and it's just been beautiful to record that song with her. So, yep. If you feel uncertainty And things are not how you want them to be Be still, listen to your heart Cause it remembers To put all your trust in God Put your trust, your trust in God Remember His love can guide you through Put your trust, your trust in God His loving care is always there
of Genevieve Labby, whose music is inspired by many years of travels and is infused with jazz and world beat music, and we had just listened to the song Trust. Now we're going to play one more song. I understand that this song is brand new, with a video and featuring artists from around the world, and you just named it Kune. So tell us about this song. Well, this song, it indeed, it has not been released yet. We're working on organizing the launch. Well, this song is something I've been working on for two years. The genesis of this song is quite interesting. It starts with me attending a summer school, which is like a family camp that lasts about three days in a beautiful campsite with many other friends and families. And a friend decides that she's going to offer to put together a choir. Just the time that all these hundreds of people are gathered together, whoever wants to, let's get together and let's rehearse some songs an hour each day. And at the end of the family camp, then we can actually sing it to everyone. It became a tradition in our regional Baha'i summer school. And she brought together about 20 people who would start to sing one after the other, let's call it the sacred salutation from various religious backgrounds. For example, Om Mane Padme Om, Om Mane Padme Om, and then other people would sing, La Ilaha Illallah, which is from the Muslim background. Shalom. Shanti. So, and so on and so on. Shalom being Hebrew, Jewish background, Shanti being Sanskrit. And then I added some more. I thought, well, there is space. Can you see how all these sacred salutations, they blend with one another? There was also Allah Wapa, Many Baha'is around the world will say to greet one another. It's a way to express our thankfulness to God. 
I loved that moment. I thought, how wonderful. From there, I worked with various artists on different shows. And sometimes I'd say, hey, guys, how about we try this? And then year after year, the song became wider as we also included First Nations greetings to the creator. And so on. So now I thought I'm writing lyrics to this. This must become a full song. So got on the piano and uh, it was a very long process. And then when I decided that, okay, it's time to record, to gather some artists, there was a Montreal Interreligious Forum for Peace and also the Ecumenical Center, which is a place, an organization that fosters collaboration and people from various religions getting to know one another. Very much focused on also um, the dialogue between um, Muslim, Christians, Jewish in Montreal, who are big communities with the Baha'i community as well. So, but I had to track where did that idea come from? And that takes us back to someone called Melissa Green, who had been teaching it during a family camp, I think, that was happening at Greenacre, which is a Baha'i conference center in Elliott, Maine. So Melissa Green is an artist who had taught it to my friend who did teach it to me. So I asked Melissa Green, Melissa, you know, Facebook is great. We get to find out who's who and send messages to people we haven't known before. Melissa said, I have learned this from a lady called Sophia Song Healers, and she's somewhere in the United States. So I got the okay, the permission from this lady, Sophia Song Healer, to actually bring that into a song in a production. I had producer and artist Roman Orona joining, recording some voices. Gustav Besungu, who's originally from Africa as well. Kamanche, which is a Persian instrument, cello. Fran Avni, who's a Jewish singer. And Sorojit Chatterjee, who's a big artist, big producer. He's in um, Calcutta, India, and many other artists. So basically, I've been recording this song myself, visiting various artists like Ilam, who's also from Senegal, beautiful voice. Some of these artists recorded from home, sent me their tracks, put it together. We've been filming, gathering films as well from uh, various parts of the world. And it's now ready to be launched. So I'm really thrilled that this song will be aired, actually, possibly before it's released. The final mix has just been released a few hours ago. So this song is partly in French and in other languages. It's a song that starts by saying we will be walking together for many years, for thousands of years. I hear the drums. I hear our voices that can gather as a prayer, as a prayer of love, a prayer of hope. So thank you for inviting me to share this song today. Nous marcherons sur la terre Ensemble un autre millénaire Nos visages baignés du soleil 
nos cœurs grands comme le ciel. J'entends nos voix qui se rassemblent en une prière d'amour de ciel et de terre. Regardez les traits des anges, j'entends murmure un rêve profond. We'll be walking together for a thousand years and more. No cœurs battant à l'unisson under the same one sun, like flowers of one garden. Jigan tomar, jigan amar, ami gan. Shishure, Shohano Kutir, Kurudeshne, Shimanane, Kodiago, Shalom, Ale, Leanko, Aola. Aujourd'hui,
comme une pensée de guerre Opposez-lui une plus forte pensée de paix Nous sommes tous nés D'amour et de lumière Tous de la même poussière We've been listening to the music of Genevieve Labi, whose music is inspired by many years of travels and is infused with jazz and world beat music. And in 2009, she produced her first album and traveling show. And in 2013, she released a specialty album to promote universal values. And we just listened to a piece called Kune, which is not yet released. So this is something that we're all looking forward to seeing because it's also going to be a video. So, Genevieve, where can people find your music? I think some of the music is on Spotify, but your best guess is to go directly on iTunes. People can also go on my website, genevievelabbe.com, and send me a little note. I do send physical albums. It's something I love to do. The physical albums are here with me. Some are in shops, but I, I make sure I can actually send it directly to people who'd like to listen. I have a few videos out, obviously, on YouTube, but iTunes is the album, Junes is there, and I believe the album Sunshine in You is there as well. There's also a French version of Sunshine in You called Sous un même soleil, which means under the same one sun. So this song, Cune, which means together in Esperanto, which we've just listened to, you'll be able to listen to it on YouTube, I would say as of November 22nd. Well, we very much look forward to seeing the release of it on YouTube. And Genevieve, thank you so much for taking this time to share your music with us. My pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Genevieve Labby, singer-songwriter. You can find her music on her website, GenevieveLabby.com. You can find this interview and other interviews on the website, abahaiperspective.com, and on the YouTube channel, Perspective. You can also find the podcast on Spotify and iTunes. For information specifically on the Baha'i faith, you can go to the website, baha'i.org, or you can call the number 1-800-22-UNITE. I hope you join me next time on A Baha'i Perspective. Thank you.